Welcome to the ACES podcast for and designed by our students. In this podcast, we discuss subjects where students would like to know more about when studying at Avance and in particular Avance School of International Studies. Enjoy! Hello everyone and welcome to the ACES podcast again. Fleur again here and today we have someone special, a peer coach from Avance. Laura, please introduce yourself. <laughs> right, so thank you for having me, first of all. Um, um, like Fleur already said, my name is Laura. I am a 24-year-old student. I actually was born and raised in Aruba and I moved here to the Netherlands about six years ago. So, I mean, the I have quite a bit of experience being an international student, so, you know, if you have any questions, at the end, you know, then you can always ask me or Fleur and we can always work together. Um, so yeah, I actually study forensic studies at Avance, but at the other side, usually a lot of people don't go there because it's like the science area of Avance. I am currently in my third year study and I'm doing a minor. So that's pretty interesting. It's actually in English, so I'm very happy about that. Um, because yeah, fun fact, I can't well, I can speak Dutch. It is my fourth language, which is a bit of a struggle sometimes. I get by. I mean, it's pretty good right now, but I English is better than Dutch. Wow, but fourth language? Yeah. You speak more than three languages. Yes, I do. And what languages are there? Okay, so the first is obviously my mother tongue, which is Papiamento. It is spoken on Aruba and on Bonaire and Curaçao. It's Papiamento with a U at the end. And if you hear us speak, it sounds pretty much like a Creole Portuguese with a lot of, well, not a lot, but a few French words here and there, Spanish, English, Dutch. And um, I think they even have some Arawak origins as in like, you know, native Indian Indians from quite a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, then my second language, it differs. Sometimes it's English, right now it's English because I practice it more. Sometimes it's Spanish, depending if I'm at my uh, grandma's house because half of my family is actually Colombian. So yeah, Spanish right now it's not that good since I basically don't speak it in the Netherlands. Not a lot of people speak it. So yeah, it's pavimento, Spanish, English and Dutch. Wow, that's a lot actually. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. um, but actually, why did we invite you? The fact is actually you became a pair coach in February and we actually would like to dive in into that today. Of course. Um, could you share your experiences like or your motivation? Why did you become a pair coach and how did you sign up? Right. So first of all, signing up, um, an announcement was placed on Blackboard uh, near the end of January, give or take. So after the Christmas vacation and I thought, hey, you know, um, I see a lot of students struggling, especially international students, which, um, well, I'm kind of in a gray area since I do have Dutch nationality, but I'm not born here. So I still struggle with a lot of the problems international students face. But I was, I was like, okay, you know, this sounds interesting. It is something that eventually I can have in my record as in my curriculum vitae, my CV. And it's like, okay, yeah, you know, I didn't, only study at school I actually developed myself personally so I was like okay well I'm gonna sign up and I just had to send an invitation um excuse me I sent an email 
since they actually sent the invitation, sent an email back, and they were like, okay, well, um, we have three sessions. You just have to show up. It was online, of course, at the time. Um, so yeah, it was basically that we got a book. We also had to read theory and go, basically it was an extra subject, um, but it wasn't as frequent compared to the usual shop subjects that we have. Um, right, so my motivation was actually to help international students not make the same mistakes that I did and to keep an eye out for things that a lot of people that haven't grown up in the Netherlands to actually keep an eye out for. Let's say one of them is the housing situation. It's very difficult, especially if you are n you don't speak Dutch. And a lot of time you see online also like Dutch only, or, you know, we only want Dutch women or Dutch men. You know, it's very difficult to actually find a place to live. And of course, it's a culture shock because especially if you come from a very collective culture, meaning like it's a community here, it's very individualistic. So everybody is me, 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 which obviously has its pros and cons. But if you're not used to that, um, it can be really difficult to be part of a culture that is completely not yours. Yeah. Um, so yeah that was basically my motivation and then we went through three trainings it was a bit long three hours each um but then after the first training we were just we were done with that and then i actually already had a coachee which was great um so going more into that he was a first year student and i do study under atgm so that's very like scientific based stuff. So I guided him through like how to write a report and also how can he manage the pressure that you have a school as well. He was a Dutch student, so he was not really my, um, actually my crowd in a way, but I, I was like, you know what? This is a training. I do have to get the hours in to do all of this. So I helped him actually for the third and fourth quarter of the last year, which was completely online. And I know a lot of people really struggled with that. I was pretty okay in a way. Um, but for a first year student, it's very different compared to like when you go come from middle school. Here it's Havo or Feveo. And for him, it's, it was like, how do I manage all of this? And have a life you know it's okay. it's a big difference so now we come actually to the subjects that could be dealt with mm -hmm. um but now it's like planning and school right. but what are all the subjects that people could actually get in contact for well um of course planning work-life balance because a lot of students also work which i know it can be pretty challenging especially if you have to work sometimes like i don't have to but i want to um, it puts a big pressure and for international students, I actually thought about like culture shock and financial stress that you may, um, experience because obviously right now I receive loan from the government, but I have to know how to actually use that money and manage that money to pay for everything for school, for books, rent, health insurance, you know, it, it's a big pressure to handle all of that. Um, but for also like, doesn't matter if they're Dutch students or international students, if you have autism, ADHD, ADD, or, you know, any of, um, 
not like obstacles but it is something that struggle maybe yeah a struggle it could be a struggle some people really thrive but some don't but you can always ask to have someone who actually has adhd to coach you because they already know coping strategies how to do that Mm -hmm. like let's say i don't have anything any of those things so for me i'm not qualified to actually help someone like that because i don't know I think very differently. I handle things very differently. So what is good about peer coaching is that you can actually find someone that is you can relate to, you know? Sometimes you have your classmates who are like, oh yeah, I'm very on point, on schedule, deadlines are met all the time. And you're like, oh my God, how do you do that? I just can't, you know? Yeah. So that is a few of the things. Um, but obviously. How, but how does that then work when people sign up for peer coaching? Um, are they get like connected with someone that is interested or actually good at that subject or is it like okay I would like to have peer coaching sessions with that person or is there a magazine or is there a website how should people like sign up for peer coaching then right so at the very moment we do have a magazine um, and it is divided in the Dutch peer coaches and the international peer coaches which is me and you Mm-hmm. and another two colleagues um so you just click a, on a link on that magazine and it will take you to a forms a microsoft forms uh, page and then you can actually choose what you want what type of help do you want and what type of coach would you like to have and we also have obviously very different categories let's say i'm assuming you're pretty good with planning i'm not so someone who needs help with planning would be divided not by us by someone else you know as in someone who's like a third party in a way but they still work at avance they go for to you fleur and for me if they're more like okay i'm really struggling with cultural differences they would come to me so we as peer coaches we give hey this is our strong points and then eventually when you fill in the form as in you as the student who is listening now um you will get divided into different coaches and then if we find that hey one of our coaches is suited for you we'll match you up and then you can have like this uh, in dutch is called kennismaking gesprek so you just it's like an interview in a way not really it's very casual you get to know each other hey what are your goals what do you want to do what are your struggles? And then we can see, a are we really a match? Or do we think you would be better suited at this person? Usually, the matches are pretty good. So that's not a problem. Um, so yeah, that's basically how you get sorted out. But you can always, if you already know a peer coach, and you're like, hey, you know, like I worked with her last year i would want to have a peer coach again you can always give your preference but i don't guarantee that you will get that preference Mm -hmm. okay and whenever students have signed up for peer coaching um how does the process then go like okay it seems like a good match you and the student and then what what goes next like how long are those peer coach sessions um does there need to be any contracts or does it cost money for the students? Um. Right, so let me begin. It does not cost money. It is completely free. So don't worry about that. Um, right, so when you're matched, the person who divided you into 
you know, coach and coachee, which is what you, we are called the coaches, the person who is getting helped is called the coachee. Um, the person who matches will message the coaches and we as the coaches will have to personally email you, hey, like, can we set up a meeting at this day or when, like, let me know your schedule, you know? Obviously, it's pretty flexible because, I mean, I'm not sure other studies, but at least my study, we don't have any classes on a very specific day. It's always changing. So, obviously, we're very flexible. We can always make time, um, give or take, hopefully not before 8 a.m. <laughs> or after 6 p.m., you know, we still have a life. Or also, <laughs> you also have a life, I think. Um, but yeah, it's like quote unquote working hours and we can always meet up at school or any place you feel most comfortable in. And yeah, so after you get that initial email, we'll set up a, I guess, a date in a way, not romantic, obviously very platonic. <laughs> um, and yeah, then we'll actually go over what are your goals? Have you done something to achieve this? What? Do you want to do, are there any skills you want to learn, want to implement, let's say, for planning? How do you actually follow a plan? In my case, I can make a plan. Do I follow it? That's another question. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, it's a suggestion, you know? And some people are just like, no, it has to be at this time and this time and this time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you will learn new things. And the point of peer coaching is not to be like this lifelong tutor you stay with us for a few weeks maybe maybe a semester depends how much help you need but the point is that you learn how to stand up on your own feet and do your own scheduling your own planning in a way that is beneficial to yourself and then you can actually you know go out of the nest let me say like something like that so you can do things on your own you're better equipped and dealing with school stress you know everything that we usually focus on mm -hmm. it's actually good or nice that you have pointed out this point because a lot of people get confused by the two yeah phenomenons like peer coaching and peer tutoring mm -hmm. so what you actually just said is that peer coaching is only for like not for a li lifetime it's just for a semester or for whenever the goals have been met and peer tutoring is also more focused on school-based right um, task. It's not that you cannot get in contact with us if you have uh, school-related struggles, but we are not going in-depth with, with with the material of school, actually. Right. So that's actually what, what we want to get clear as well in this mm -hmm. podcast. Um, and next to that, I also actually wish to ask, how big is the community of peer coaches? Is there a lot of variety that people can choose of or choose? It seems a bit different. Yeah, Weird, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, at least for the Dutch peer coaches, we have quite a few. I'm not sure exactly how many, but I'm assuming it's around 10 different people. Mm -hmm. And for the international, at, as of this moment, we only have four. So definitely, if you want to be a peer coach, you're welcome to. And it's always nice to have other perspective, as in... Um, let's say Fleur, you grew up here in the Netherlands, so you also have a different perspective than me who grew up in the Caribbean. So if, let's say, you grew up actually in India or China 
or New Zealand or wherever you may be from, it'd be nice to have like another point of view, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but right, so we have four for internationals, give or take ten. I'm not sure I haven't counted for the Dutch students. So Dutch students do have more options to choose from, actually. Um, but yeah, if you think like if you think like, hey, this is something for me, I would like to be part of. Let us know; we'd be happy to take you in, and you know, guide you actually, and teach you how to be proper coach, what to do, all the theory behind it. Because we did have a few lessons, like I mentioned earlier, um, how to actually talk with a coachy and how to get someone at ease. Exactly, and also like we try to keep our times like at most. I like to talk, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's say uh, during peer coaching, like it's best if we don't go over half an hour for everything because if you keep talking, then you know it's also a bit of not a waste of time because it's always nice to talk to people. But if you go off topic way too much then you know it's like your goals are not really clear what you want so we try to keep that 30 for me 30 to 45 minute time cap and after that you like you have your goals okay what are the next steps for the next reunion i want you to have this and this and this done Mm -hmm. and then the next time when you come to me or you um then we can see hey did you actually meet your goals like we um, spoke of last time. If not, why not? And what happened, like, you know, it's it's constantly reevaluating and thinking of new ways to better yourself. Yeah. Well, I have to say, like, you have been introducing peer coaching really great today. Um, you've been telling us, like, uh, what kind of with what kind of struggles can you get in contact with us? How can you get in contact with us? It's especially with the magazine. Um, And yeah, actually, I would like to bring the podcast to an end by throwing you two statements. Okay. And the first one is signing up for peer coach sessions is only for people with physical struggles. Actually, we already talked about it a bit, but yeah, give it a try. (laughs) Okay, so that is false because there are different types of struggles. Listen, see, if you want to have a coach which only deals with physical struggles i don't think that's like in our pay grade like that's an actual professional that you have to deal with um if you have mental struggles which is quite common in students which is a bit sad or actually very sad um we can always, we have the resources to actually refer you to someone or like, hey, did you speak to this person or something? So it's not only physical problems, it could be mental problems, but let's say to our um, LGBTQA community, you can always come by as well. We also have, at least for ATGM, I'm, I'm not sure about the the other parts of this school, like other studies, but we do have a very specific group aimed at you guys who have a different types of struggles than let's say me, you know? So, yeah. Okay, amazing. Um, And the second statement is contacting the peer coach community could change your life. 
in a way, yes, actually, I do believe that. Maybe it's not like groundbreaking information or something. But if you can learn the skills from someone else instead of a boring seminar or class or anything that you think like, oh my God, what am I going to do? What is the point of this? And you can see an action and you do it. It might actually make your life easier, let's say, scheduling and planning. You might even have more free time than you do now. I don't know how you deal with the things that uh, you do. Like if it's just like, oh, I'm not sure what I'm going to do today. Let's just choose something random. And then you spend like six hours on it and you're like, oh my God, where did the time go? I don't have enough time to prepare for my presentation tomorrow, something like that. So yeah, it's just like building skills for yourself that eventually after you finish school, you do need to have some interpersonal skills and life management skills that will take you very far if you actually use them. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Well, Laura, thank you so much. It was a pleasure to have you here. I think you've made the point very clear. Okay. And uh, by that, I want to say thank you. Thank you for having me. So I hope um, to see a lot of you come to the peer coaching community, uh, whether as a coachee or peer coach. So I'm very excited to see what comes out of this podcast. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you would like to find out more, need any additional support or have any suggestions for next podcast, you can contact us by email peercoaching.aces.breda at avance.nl.